Welcome to the DFB podcast. Numero. 20? No, no is 20. it? I think so. Or I is it 19? We... No, 19 was... <laughs> I'm a hypo... I have the hypothesis that because this is 20, the last one was 19. That's my theory. <laughs> okay. We're going to call this number 20. Number 20. And, that's uh, like in that's in, that's like in Casey Kasem's top forty. Oh, I like that. Number twenty. Dating ourselves again, Casey Kasem. <gasps> Casey Kasem. He was on Saved by the Bell a couple times. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the twentieth episode of the DFB podcast. I am AJ Wolf. I write DisneyFoodBlog.com. Well, I write it with a, a a team of awesome other writers too, and I am with Brad Johnson from. WDW for grown I forgot for a second where I was from. WDW for grownups.com. All right. And we are bringing you a podcast full of delicious Disney food. All right. What I think we, ta- we just oversold it because now a lot of people are going to be, okay, well, where's my, where's my ooey gooey toffee cake? Right. Uh, like, we may talk about that today. We might. What are we talking about today, Bradley? Well, well, today's main segment is going to be all about your first day traditions. But before <gasps> we get to that, we're going to cover some news. And then after that, we're going to do some listener questions. Notice I said listener and not reader. So I'm very proud of myself. Bam. And then Only we're going to do... Times. Yep, right. Number 20 is the charm. And then we're going to do some trivia. And then we're going to call it a day. All right. Are you ready to rock and roll? Si, senor. Let's do some DFB podcast. the feeling that you've been somewhere before hmm deja news deja news because i in fact feel like we've actually recorded this segment before <laughs> maybe twice and maybe, maybe twice <laughs> and maybe our computer has been kind of a jerk and that we're hoping that the third time's the charm so now it's time for some disney food, food news. news that you can use <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're a little bit punchy now because we're really uh, mad at our computer. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, so we're going to talk about some food news, but it's a little bit of a somber bit of food news today dun, because dun, we have dun, dun, some dun, 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 dun. closings, lots of closings, things closing everywhere. Yeah. Tell us what's closing, AJ. Well, first up that people are up in arms about is that Cuisina by Cat Cora is closing Going away from Disney World forever on September 30th. Yes. And you know, it's funny. When I first heard that, I was kind of like, meh. Because for dinner, I could, I, I mean, I, if somebody said, hey, let's eat a cuisine, I wouldn't have an objection to yeah. it. But, you know, it was never like my first pick of places for dinner. But then I thought about it some more. I'm like, that's like one of my favorite breakfasts in all of Disney World. Is they have that killer breakfast. It was a killer breakfast. And you could always get in. Yep. Maybe that's why they're closing. And it was like super awesome. And alas, I think Disney... The cat and the mouse are parting ways. It's very sad. Yeah. What, what else is closing there, AJ? So we got more closings over in downtown Disney. You know, Disney Springs is coming in. And uh, our, I think already closed right now It is um, Baby Cakes. Baby, take, Baby Cakes NYC, Bodie's All-American, and Pollo Comparo have closed for the expansion of World of Disney. Which is a which is a bit of a bummer. Like personally, like I, I always I always find it troubling when merchandise replaces food. I you know <laughs> that was clever. He didn't say that in the other two. In the, <laughs> That's the, in the, the other third two time, I've had time to work through kind of what I'm going to say. <laughs> Take, sometimes it takes Brad two or three times to actually be funny, but that was funny. 
well, here's here's the good news is that you can still get baby cakes, um, gluten free, vegan, you know, Magnificent. everything free, um, baked goods at a lot of the resort uh, resort like grab and go areas in their food courts and Which stuff. Which makes me wonder where they were being cooked before. Like obviously they're not being cooked there. No, they were. I've seen the kitchen, um, but they must just be moving production someplace else, or maybe they're shipping them from a different location or something. But um, so you will be able to get those like cupcakes and stuff in the in the refrigerated at areas at least for now. But I haven't heard word on whether or not you can still order the gluten free cakes for celebrations. Well, given how upset all the all the gluten free and vegan people are, I hope that they give like maybe they can open up baby cakes someplace else because I like. I hope so too. Yeah. I hope so too. We'll see. Um, but so that's closing. And again, like I said, it's part of Disney Springs, but also part of Disney Springs is, an, is, a, is something new. You know, we have the food trucks. Yes. Well, there are signs up all over downtown Disney that are saying food truck park coming summer 2014. Mm. Now, I don't know what that means. Well, it just so happens that I have some expertise in this area that food truck <laughs> parks are actually places where they, they take endangered food trucks and put them in. And you can go observe them <laughs> in their natural sure. territory. And just kind of get a feel for what it would be like if, you know, food trucks still roam the plains as they oh, used to. Lord. That was... <laughs> he warned me about that one. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> anyway. I can't think... all be winners, AJ. Some Sometimes, <laughs> you know. Okay, but let's do one or two winners, okay? <laughs> no, but seriously. Oh, I just remember the Casey Kasem joke from our last. Oh, oh we lost Dude, that We've one. lost the d- jokes that date us, but that's okay. Anyway. So there's going to be a food truck park, and we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. There's probably going to be a lot of food trucks. I think it's just the food trucks in, like, one permanent location. But they are going to still ship out the food trucks to different places around Disney World for, like, high traffic events. So I have no idea what what it's going to be. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out soon. What other news you got for us, AJ? Let's see. So we got more Starbucks coming. Um, I think we talked about on the last part podcast that we've got two new Starbucks coming to downtown Disney as well. But the new Starbucks in downtown Disney, Disneyland, just opened. And it's really cool. Like the Disneyland Starbucks seem cooler than the Disney It's World a really Starbucks. neat Starbucks. Like they have this big old like like chalkboard thing that will automatically draw pictures of whatever it sees in front of it. So if you go stand in front of it, it'll draw a picture wow. of you. It's really kind of cool. But and they're they're using like reclaimed wood and stuff. Of course, it's California, of course. Of course using. Yeah. But <laughs> no, it's really awesome. So if you can make it over to to Anaheim, go check out the Starbucks in the in the downtown Disney uh, district. It's really neat. So that opened recently. What um, else you got? Epcot has launched a new dessert party, Illuminations Dessert Party, called the Sparkling Dessert Party because it offers um, all-you-can-drink champagne There's and the booze Prosecco. News. That's right, booze news. And uh, now people are kind of, I think it costs like 50 bucks a person, 49 bucks a person. People are kind of like, eh, because the desserts aren't that great. Um, It's no no snack attack. It's no DFB snack attack, that's for sure. Um, If if you don't know what snack attack is, just go to our blog and and Google it and you'll find out. Um, But And there's no seating there either. And so people are just kind of like, eh, I don't know if it's worth 50 bucks. So we'll see. I know that they've already changed out a couple of the desserts. There's a new chocolate eclair there now. Um, so they'll you probably know, get something together sooner we'll or later. We'll just wait Plus, and see. I mean, all the people who say 50 bucks is too expensive. I mean, for me, 
you get a little wine, you get some dessert, and you get to see eliminations from a really good vantage point. So Yeah, I mean, but these days you can fast pass plus your illuminations viewing area. Mm. So I'm kind of like, mm, is it worth it or not? So we'll see. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep doing reviews of it and just let you know if we've uh, if we think that it's getting to be worth the money or not. All right. What else we got? Ah, Flower and Garden Festival has begun. And we have reviews of every single food item, as always. And the big the big winners this year are the Piggylicious Cupcake. Piggylicious Cupcake. Piggylicious Cupcake, which I think is a nod to the new Muppets movie, mm. honestly, which I might go see next week. Mm. Um, Piggylicious Cupcake, which has bacon, maple frosting, kind of tastes like a pancake breakfast. It's pretty neat. Um, they also have a kumquat pie. They've got a duck confit in France, which is awesome. So, and they've got uh, your Dole Whip on top of a sweet potato waffle. Do they have the, the Dole Whip they with rum? They have the spiked Dole Whip with rum. They've got coconut rum, uh, or they've got coconut and the Siesta Key rum, I think, this year. I'll have to double check. But uh, yeah, they do have the spiked Dole Whip again, and, and they've added the Dole Whip on top of a waffle. They also have the, the cronut there in the, uh, in the mix. So lots of stuff to try at the Flower and Garden this year. Okay. What else? There's a new restaurant. An opening to counteract all and the It's closings. Coronado Springs. Basically what they've done is they've taken the private room at Rick's Lounge and turned that into Las Ventanas Restaurant, which is essentially now a very small restaurant with like 12 tables. You can have breakfast or lunch there. Um, but the food seems to be real good. Who, so. who reviewed it for you guys over there? Wendy. Yeah, I re- Wendy's, uh, she referred to it as kind of like... Having a it had spa music and was relaxing yeah, and all that like kind really of maybe kind of want to eat there. I was kind of like I, I, know. I want a nice relaxing place to go go eat. You know, so seriously, so we have, have to go, go check, check that, that out. out. Oh, jinx! Uh, I can't talk for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> all right, just kidding. And finally, what else? I don't know if we talked about this on the last. I don't remember on the last about. apostrophe cast or not. The um, redesigned refillable mugs. You know, we've got the RFID refillable mugs now. Which everybody loves. Rapid fill. Um, they're redesigned, though. So now you've got a new, uh, a new like... Uh, picture on Picture the on the mug. So you have to grab your new ones the next time you go. Sweet. All right. Well, that was quite a lot of news. So now it's time to... And there's lots them. more news. So just go to Disney Food Blog, click on the pin board. You can see all the news. The end. So AJ. So Bradley. <laughs> what's you what what are your traditions at Disney World? That's what we're gonna talk about today. Our first day tradition. Tradition at Disney tradition. World. And Disneyland. What right. are the first things that you must do when you get to the to the resort? Well, you know, we wrote a food blog post about first day traditions. And it was so much fun because people commented with all of the things that they have to do on their first day in the parks or the first day at the hotel or whatever. And it was re- really, really fun to read everybody's first day traditions. I'm going to try a few of them the next time I go. But I thought it would be cool here to talk about ours. And then you guys can leave a comment. Let us know what yours are too. Um, so my first day tradition when I go to Disney World is, you know, I've always worked the whole week and I want to get to Disney World and just start relaxing immediately. 
You know what I'm saying? So I always go to Ohana and I make a five o'clock reservation, 5 p.m. so that the sun is still, you know, either out or starting to set depending on what time of year you go. And you've got this gorgeous view of the castle and you can order your Lapu Lapu and your big old pineapple and you just just, sigh of relief. You just relax. It's so awesome. That's the the Lapu Lapu being the the pineapple, the drink in a pineapple that you can get at... uh, at Ohana is that's really the crux of the whole thing, isn't it? You got to get kind you got to get get a little get a little drink, get a little relaxing. Really, I could be like sitting in an elevator with a lappy yeah, lappy at the start of the vacation. Oh, that reminds me, there's another piece of news we didn't talk about. What's that? How did I miss this? Oh my goodness! <gasps> Do you know what's available for realsies? At Tambu Lounge Although I feel, like they, 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 I feel like you used to be able to do that too and they took you it away. You used to be able to do it, but it was never guaranteed. It was never on the yeah. menu and and nine times out of ten, the bartender would say no. But what is it, AJ? <laughs> <laughs> at the Tambu Lounge, you can get the gorgeous pineapple, bananas foster, whatever you want to call it, bread pudding from Ohana. You can now order it at the Tambu Lounge. No kidding. Which is great because that is, to me, by far the best part of the Ohana experience. It's other than maybe the, the, the maybe the, the lapu lapu. You, well, you, you can get, get that, that at, at the table. Exactly. Lounge. It's like give me a lapu lapu and a oh. and a, and a uh, bread pudding. And I'm oh good my to goodness! Go. I was so excited to see that because you know Captain Cooks is going to close here pretty soon. Actually, it's probably closed now when you hear this. So Captain Cooks is closed for a, a renovation, a refurb, and so the fact that you can get that Tambu Lounge uh, bread pudding is a is a nice little. Um, if you can't get your midnight dole whip, at least you can That's go get right. a nice little you know, reconciliation. Get some bread pudding without having Ohana reservation. Yeah. So. Okay. Let's go on. So that's that's my first day tradition. I love to go to Ohana and just relax and just even if I'm by myself, even if I'm all alone. Oh my word! It is just I'm thinking about it now, and my blood pressure is going down. Mm. What's yours, Bradley? Well, you know, my first day tradition is pot roast. <laughs> and it has it has varied over the years because oh, at awesome. first we went to 50s Primetime Cafe uh-huh. and got the pot roast there. Okay. Then we started going to Liberty Tree Tavern, which is one of my all-time favorite restaurants. and got mm. the pot roast there, which at the time had little crisp fried onion bits in it, little onion strings mm. in it, which made it slightly better, in my opinion, uh-huh. than the pot roast at 50s Primetime Cafe. You can bring Cafe. your own little onion. It's not the same. Yeah. So... We made the switch to mm. 50s Prime or to Liberty Street Tavern from 50s Prime Prime Cafe, and that became my first day tradition. Mm-hmm. Then they took the onion strings away. Boo. They're not on, they're not on there anywhere. But Boo. to be fair, even even without even with basically a wash in the pot roast, you know that they're both even. The ooey gooey toffee cake is is the bomb. It is. It's going to be the saddest thing when they take that off the menu. They're never going to take it off. the menu. I don't know. It'll be that they would never do that to me. You should note for folks that this is only available at lunch. Yes. Can't go there for dinner. So if you arrive, you can go there for dinner. It's just an entirely different. Oh, menu. you can go there for dinner, but you can't get pot roast for dinner. Right. So if you arrive on a later flight on a later plane flight, this may need to be your second day tradition. Or you could just go get the dinner at Liberty Tree Tavern, which is very good too. Which is it's all good too. comfort food and, and it's Thanksgiving dinner, pretty yeah. much yep. with, with macaroni and cheese. Yep. So that is my Disney World first day. Do you eat a lot of pot roast at home, Bradley? No. That's probably, you know, if it was, if it, it wouldn't feel like vacation, if it was just something that I ate at home all the time. Like if they, you know, you wouldn't go on vacation and go get a Chipotle burrito first thing because that's what you eat every day at lunch. You, you know? know, honestly, pot roast doesn't say vacation to me, but I will. Uh, that's because you don't know how to party, right? <laughs> it ain't no, there ain't no party like a pot roast party. From your mouth to God's uh, ears. All right. What's next? 
Let's talk about Disneyland. DL. What's your first, for your first day in the DL, what do you do? In the DL. (laughs) West Coast. Let's see. My first day in the DL. Well, okay. I always have to go get a Dole Whip. Yeah. You know. At the the original Dole Whip The original Tiki Juice Bar. Because the Dole Whips are superior there. I feel like they're bigger. The, the Disney Worlders are, are getting they're getting up in arms. I know, like, but it's true that I mean I mean, come on, you have to admit, even if you're a Disney World purist, you have to admit that the Disneyland dollops are are better because here's why they're I think they're bigger. They come in a bigger cup. They, I think they you get more dollop goodness in your dollop. They have a little umbrella and they have a cherry. Like, why can we not get those things in Disney World? I don't know. But the dollops at the DL are better. Disney World likes to keep it simple. Focus on, you know, it's kind of like one of those chefs that doesn't want a whole bunch of random stuff. He wants to focus on the entree. The, yeah. He's like, I don't need to fancy it up with a little umbrella, showy umbrella. I guess. Fancy cherry. No, I just, but I get it really makes a difference. It really makes a difference. And I'll tell you, every time I've gone to get a Dole Whip in Disneyland, there has been no line at the Tiki Juice Bar. But then as soon as I get it, there's like a huge line. They're just holding it for you. They're like, hey, everybody, wait a second until AJ gets here and gets her Dole I Whip. I think there's got to be like red velvet ropes Plus involved. Plus the little cool area outside. Like there's no there's no equivalent of the cool area outside the uh, outside of uh, the, the Tiki, tiki Lounge. And like you don't have all the cool little guys talking and all that the stuff. The Tiki Room. Disney yeah. Yeah. You've got all the little the little Tiki gods talking mm-hmm. to you, which is just which awesome. Is cool. Yeah. So now my Disneyland first day tradition is to head on over because we all we like I would say of the times I've stayed there I've stayed in the Grand Californian most of the time and well 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 it's kind of mm-hmm. it's it's like mm-hmm. the you know anything that's wilderness lodgy I'm I'm down for and that mm. Grand Californian is so right there boom you got Storytellers Cafe it's usually not terribly busy you yeah. can get in there excellent cornbread good Ex- food good food. Cool atmosphere, just kind of relax and chill, chill place. Very chill. And so that's that's you know. Now, do you go for breakfast? No, it's good lunch and lunch. I mean, there's nothing wrong with breakfast. It's just you know the idea of getting there at breakfast time. But you know, this is my first day. I'm not going to get. You don't want to hang with Coda the Bear. I hey, I always want to hang with Coda the Bear. He and I are like this. I'm holding up my fingers together (laughs) to show how close me and Coda the Bear are. Just you can't see that because he's making an American sign language R. That's that's correct. I am. Well then, so those are our first day traditions. If you have any first day traditions you'd like to tell us about, you can come over and leave a comment on dfbpodcast.com and let us know about what you do on your first day in the Especially Disneyland. Especially if you go to Bengal Barbecue. Yeah, that's a good one. I love that place. That was great. All right then. Arrivederci. AJ. Hey, Bradley. <laughs> I got a question for you. Uh, yes. In fact, I got two questions for you because Are it's they listener, listener questions? questions. That's right. It's listener time questions. for some listener questions. Are you ready for your listener questions, AJ? I'm ready. All right. All right. Jenny Y says, Jenny y. "Hi, Brad and AJ. Is that I love- Jenny E? No, I believe it. I, I believe there's more than just a okay. Y. All right. Jenny says, "Hi, Brad and AJ. I love the podcast." Well. We're quite fond of you too, Jenny. I'm going to Disney World for the first time with my thir- I'm 39 again parents. Do you have any uh, good ideas for meals that they might enjoy? Maybe a good romantic one I can send them to alone. It just so happens I'm a 39 again sort of guy too, so <laughs> we may I may be able to help you out here. But what do you have to say, AJ? You know, 
I always love Jico for a romantic restaurant because it's it's kind of low light and kind of quiet. You know, um, California Grill is a nice romantic-ish restaurant. Yeah, but on I mean, and Citrico's, I mean, they're kind of hitting the, like, but I, I, I tend to agree with you. Like, you can't go wrong with, I don't think, with Citrico's, California Grill, or Jico. But I think that Jico is the, is the biggest winner there. I think Jico yeah. has kind of, it's not quite as... Um, fancy or you know it's not quite as is done up but it's really good food and it's yeah. kind of a cool environment that just it's, it's a little more relaxing and a mm-hmm. little more romantic in my opinion because like citricos and california grill are both a little more bright and a lot of kids running around in that yeah. particularly california grill because you know then so I, I i'm with you for for Gico. you know what else can be romantic is artist point if yeah, you go, the food is so hit or miss there, though. Like, the food is hit or miss, but when it's on, it's on. And if you're and if you're not so much interested in the ambiance and just want some good grown up food, you can also do flying fish, which is always always good food. You know. Oh, I love flying fish. If you want to spend a lot of money, you can go to Monsieur Paul. Yeah, but you didn't. Do you? That's I, kind I, of romantic, yeah. and you can see easy illuminations. All right. Then. Yeah. All right. Well, let's a quick rundown of some good places. Yeah. Um, all right, then let's get to our second question, which is from Meter J, M-E-E-T-E-R. Meter. Uh, meter. Um, you talk a lot name. about restaurants in the resorts, but what are your favorite uh, restaurants in the park? You know, we do talk a lot about restaurants in the resorts. because they're, they're, they're so much easier. They're good. Yeah. They're yeah. good and they're easy. And they're not nearly as hard to get a reservation. They're not crowded. But so let's think, let's go through some resorts and let's just, let's just grab. Parks. Let's, parks. Meter and, wants to know about parks. All right, so let's start with. Disneyland. What's the best? What's the best? This is obvious. It's ca- it's Cafe Orleans. We it's always Cafe say Cafe Orleans. It's because it's the best. Cafe Orleans is. is the best. But we also like places like uh, Rancho del Zocalo. That's that's good for counter service. And um, Plaza. Get some fried Plaza's chicken. Plaza is good. You know, Blue Bayou wasn't awful the last Blue Bayou time is we like there. is like C plus food, A plus environment. A plus yeah. environment. You know, as so. long as you're not seated by the kitchen. I've said it before. I'll say it again. All right. Um, so let's what move. about California Adventure? Cal- well, you, you know, you like Trattoria. You like Wine Country Trattoria quite a bit. It's not bad. I, you know, I like. Yeah, uh, it, it's right. funny because um, the what's the Carthay Circle doesn't really do that much for me over there. The it didn't the, wow me the first time. I need to try it again. I'm though. having. I'm drawing a blank of what the food. There's a place in, in California uh, Adventure that has very similar food to Rancho del Zocalo. It's a counter service. Cucina Cucamonga. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, and uh, that that place I like that as well. You can get soup and a bread bowl over at. Bodwin Boudouin Bakery. Yeah. Yeah, that's good too. All right. Okay. Um, then let's move on to the, the East Coast and yeah. let's do a rundown of Animal Kingdom. AK, Yak and Yeti is pretty good. Yeah, Tusker yeah. House is very good as well. Tusker yeah. House has some good, good yeah. food. The, the Tusker House is a nice experience too. Safari, Safari characters are always fun. And if you don't want to deal with characters, go for dinner. They're not there. Um, all right, moving on to Epcot. Well, geez, there's oh, a ton of there's so many places you could you could eat in Epcot. I'm gonna actually pick Rose and Crown. I love I love Rose and Crown. That's like I mean, and you're gonna pick Lasalle because you always love Lasalle. You know, but I you know, Brad. Now that Lasalle is so over the top expensive, yeah. I just can't recommend it anymore. Yeah. It's too expensive, too hard to get in. I don't know that it's worth that kind of money, frankly. So, so where are we gonna go instead? I, I think we're gonna go. Well, Via Napoli. We love Via Napoli. Oh, what? That's I, I'm changing my vote. Via Napoli. That's my. Via Napoli is big. Um, I'm excited to try uh, Spice Road Table. Oh, that is that's cool. Uh, oh, and what's the little spice? The the Italian 
uh, version of Spice Road Tide. Oh, little, yeah, Tudo Gusto. Uh, Tudo Gusto. That place is great. That but place I, I, is I great. do want to highlight that I actually just had a complete blank and that Via Napoli is way, way, way the bomb. And like, <laughs> like, Rosencrown's great, but Via Napoli is probably like this is the most consistently good place probably in all of Disney, where like I just always have a good meal yeah, whenever I go good. to Via Napoli. A little bit overpriced, but always good. It's Disney World. What do you expect? Uh, I know. All I right. Know. And then let's hit Hollywood oh, Studio. Oh, Garden Grill. Garden Grill yeah, is one Garden of my Grill's favorites fine. too yeah, over in Future. Good... We're going to have a review of that on the food blog pretty quickly here. All right. Now let's do um, Hollywood Studios where I'm I... always going to go to 50s yeah, Prime Time or I like sci-fi because of the atmosphere. Sci-fi is kind of fun. I, I, you know, And they have a burger that has... Um, a burger and a hot dog together. Yeah, which well, is sci-fi. Awesome. Is, sci-fi is acceptable, but I mean, I feel like fifties is fifties prime time is still kind of the winner. Hands and down. Hollywood Brown Derby is fine. Um, I always have a fine meal yeah. there, but I I'm excited to try the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge outside because um, they seem to have some fun. Yeah, Hollywood Brown Derby is just kind of again. It's like it's never bad. But yeah. it's never it's never like I just leave and go, oh, that was totally worth it. That was, you know, yeah. like it's it's good, but it's not like my, my favorite favorite. That's my feeling too. And then finally, a yield magic kingdom. What what show I mean, I'm gonna pick Liberty Tree Tavern. I know, you're gonna pick LTT. Be our guest is quite good. Yeah, it's Be Our Guest is quite good. I always like to go for lunch, as everybody knows. Um, but uh let's see. Plaza is good if you want some sandwiches and some some good milkshakes. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of of uh, the buffet of Crystal Palace. You know, Crystal Palace but used I to be. I haven't been in such a I long love, time. I love Pooh characters, so yeah. like I was very primed to like Crystal Palace, and I yeah. and I think they carried me for the first couple of visits I went there. Yeah. But more and more, I was kind of like, well, you know, this is this is pretty much everything here standard. There's not like food wise, everything there is pretty mm. much you know other than Pooh's breakfast lasagna and yeah. something a few items like that. There's nothing that really you know. They've got some chocolate Mickey waffles. They've got some puffed French toast. Yeah. Um, they've got some interesting stuff there. I mean, it's worth going, but it's it's a hassle and it's always really really crowded. Yeah. And, and uh, and then the castle, you kind of have to go to the castle at least once. Um, and don't forget, it actually is all you care to eat, though they never tell you that. Yeah, they're sneaky about that. They're you know, but you know, we we went not that long ago. It was not bad. I think the food that I had last time was a little better than the okay. previous. So all right, well but, there you go. But it's certainly not my favorite. Like Liberty Tree Tavern is is the best place to eat. In all right, okay. Just well, I'm probably going to choose be our guest. No, you're wrong. Okay, it's just a fact. <laughs> It's, it's objective fact that Liberty Tavern is the best place to eat in Magic <laughs> Glad I could help us sort this all out. There you go, Meter. All right. Well, there you go, Meter. So if any of the rest of you have a trivia question, not trivia questions, listener questions that you would like answered on the DFB podcast, send them to podcast at disneyfoodblog.com and we will ask your question to the very knowledgeable AJ and see what she has to say. So be sure and put podcasts or in the title of the email and it will help us find it to make sure that we get your questions. Shazam. Shazam. Hola, Bradley. Hello, AJ. Welcome back from our little musical interlude. It's time to do some trivia. Trivia. So, AJ, yeah. what was our question last week? The question was, and I'm paraphrasing, what park houses a restaurant that is also 
the living quarters for a group of paleontologist students. I feel like this was our paleontology best, students. I feel like this was our best question to guess on because if you assume we only talk about Disneyland and Disney World, you've only really got six parks. That's so you true. got a one in six chance. That's true. Just off the bat. That's true. So I think I think you had good odds if you were guessing, and a lot of people knew this one. We got a lot of right answers. Yeah. But our winner this week is Becky G. Becky G. And so, what is the answer? The answer, yeah. Who knows? Um, the answer is Restaurantosaurus. In Animal Kingdom. That's right. And so Becky G, who knew the correct answer. Who's a good Bradley? <laughs> Be- <laughs> Becky G will receive a copy of her choice of one of the DFB guides. <laughs> Congratulations, Becky G. So and now let's do this week's question, which is. Okay, Bradley's mad at me because I, I've had too many Disney World questions in a row, so we got to have a Disneyland question next time. But name two restaurants in Disney World. That currently have volcanoes as part of their theming. Ooh, interesting. So if you believe you know the answer, send it to trivia at disneyfoodblog.com. This one's with, hard. With trivia so, in the subject line of the email. Think and hard. Apparently you need to think hard. I'm and not saying that there's actual volcanoes. I'm saying there's volcano theming. She gave me a very meaningful look when she said that. I'm not really sure what what that's what it means. Volcano theming, yes. meaningful look. I'm trying to help yes. you guys out because she. You know. <laughs> so again, if you think you know the answer, send it to trivia at disneyfoodblog.com with trivia in the subject line, and you will be this entered. This is gonna be hard. I don't know that anybody's gonna get it. You will be entered to get your free copy of any of AJ's fantastic DFB guides. Fantastical guides. So that brings us to the end. That's my that's my end music. Is that all of it? Yep. That's the whole song. Did you write that yourself? Here, I'll sing it in the background. Please don't. Okay, go ahead. So that brings us to the end of episode 20. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please feel free to go over to iTunes and leave us a review or to come by and let us know on dfbpodcast.com. Give us any ideas you have for other shows or anything else you want to tell us. Except, you know, bad stuff. You can say bad stuff. It's all right. We can take it. Or just send us an email with it. Yeah, if you got bad stuff, you could do it in a more private form. It makes us, you know, it makes it, us feel a little bit better about not being publicly humiliated. Yeah. But, However, you know, to be we're fair, hoping you have good stuff. Bring your good stuff, your bad stuff, or yeah. whatever to dfbpodcast.com. Yeah. Or go over and you can go visit disneyfoodblog.com or WDW for grownups or any of our Facebook pages or any of the tons of ways you can interact Facebook, with us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagrams. We love hearing from you guys. So you can pl- follow us on IG. You can follow AJ on IG. I don't. I don't roll on the Instagram personally. Yeah, Bradley's a little. I'm a little bit of a luddite. Stick in the mud. Yeah. So stuck in the olden days. In my time, we put our pictures in Polaroid cameras. And <laughs> it's really, it's it. really true, guys. All right, yeah. here we go. <laughs> so there. That's that's it for DFB podcast number twenty. Ooh, can't wait to see you for number twenty-one. You have to remind us the next one's twenty-one, okay, guys? Yeah. Let us know. Thanks. We won't know. Bye. Bye.